Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leveraged Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacles stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies, and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. All right, we have a very special guest today, an author and Profit First professional, Wendy Barlin is in the house. Welcome to the podcast, Wendy. Thank you, Danielle. And um, you are a CPA and a super tax strategist and have worked with multiple businesses. And I love how you have written two books because you totally get it. You totally get that entrepreneurs you know, struggle with the finance side and the accounting side of their business and then the tax side of things. And, you know, you just have a really good way of explaining things and making it very understandable in non-accountant speak. <laughs> so um, I'm excited. We're going to we're gonna talk specifically today about your latest book, which is Never Budget Again. And, you know, here I am doing all the talking, but I just want to say like, we, we, we talked a little bit in the warm up here about, you know, how we kind of are on the same page about things. But the other thing is, is that you write short books. You don't write 300-page tomes about things. Um, so it's it's a rapid read for anyone. And so that is like one of the top reasons why you should check out Wendy's books. Thank you. Yes, I just found that Google is not always the answer. And I had so many people calling me with questions that seemed pretty simple to me because I have 25 years experience, but I found the same questions coming over and over again. And so I thought rather than sending people back to Google, it would serve them better if I could write it in a book that they could read over a weekend and hopefully answer all of those questions that I hear coming up over and over again. So the topic is budgeting. I mean, obviously, why... Why does someone never need to budget again? Why? What made you want to put this spin on it? Well, just hearing you say that word makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up budgeting. It's, it's got such negative connotations. And I've spent the last 25 years as a CPA running a very successful firm feeling extremely guilty because I personally have never been able to budget, ever. And I really feel shame about that. I feel embarrassed that here I am telling people how to run their lives financially, and I don't have a budget. And a year or so ago, I took a hard look at that, and I said, why? 
It seems so simple, right? You get an app, you get a notebook, you buy sticky notes. Everybody can do it. But the truth is, Danielle, not everybody can do it. And I really wanted to step aside from the shame and the embarrassment and say, there has to be another way. Not everybody in this world can budget or or I'm the only one, but apparently not everybody can. What are the alternatives? And so what is the alternative to never budgeting again? (laughs) Well, I found a system for myself that helped me manage my money. It helped me make smart choices and build my wealth. So what I did was document that system along the way. Many of the steps that I use every day, many of you are probably already using. So what do you want your money to do for you is probably the first one, the why. Just saying, I want to have a nice car or I want to take a vacation for most people, that's not enough of a why, which is very often why budgets fail because the why isn't strong enough. So I spend a lot of time talking and thinking about what do I want my money to do for me? And we start there. And from there, we take steps towards, okay, now that we know what we want our money to do, how do we make it do that? A lot of the principles come from profit first in terms of moving money into allocable accounts or jars where it can find its purpose before it gets frittered away. So Wendy, you know, I mean, you talked about like driving a fancy car as, you know, some of the things that people think is their why or taking a nice vacation, you know, what is, especially as a business owner, so many business owners use their business, sadly, as like a personal piggy bank. How do you work with entrepreneurs on delineating between, you know, their business expenses and um, their personal expenses, wants, and needs that um, should be on two separate islands? Definitely two separate items, not two separate islands. Not only does the IRS require it, our friends over there, but it's really just good practice. And so through Profit First, I tell people to take their owner's pay. And then when that owner's pay comes home to your bank, your personal bank account, then you split it again. Then you split it between travel, education, home, goals, all the things that are important to you. And for everybody on this call, it's going to be something different. And I think this is where we come back to the no judgment. You know, if you want to spend every single dollar you make on shoes, more power to you. If I want to spend every dollar I make on fudge, more power to me. So I've really gotten away from the whole budgeting and judgments. And this is how it should be. And this is how it shouldn't be. Because those shoulds do nothing but make us feel guilty. And those feelings get in the way of making smart choices. So you take your owner's pay that comes out of the business, and then you put it into little buckets again to achieve your personal goals. And those buckets, the same way they do for your business, allow you to see what you can and cannot spend. Because you and I We live in a place of abundance. And I'm sure that most of the people on this call live in a place of abundance where we believe if we want to make more money, we will. The world has got opportunities for us and we're just reaching out there and grabbing them. Whereas people who do really well within budgets 
are those who have more of a limiting mindset, those who work within limitations. I'm not sure if you can remember back to your younger days, but I can, long time ago, but I still remember. And the more limitations people put on me about what I couldn't do or shouldn't do, the more I said, watch me, I can. And that mindset has taught me to make choices with my money from a place of abundance and not from scarcity. And I think that's why I've never been able to budget. So I think if you look at your money from a place of abundance and say, I'm going to put it into all these little buckets for its own specific needs and then make my buying choices, it really changes up the way you see money from a more positive rather than a negative and scarcity place. You know, I think I I think that's exactly it. And it's it's that shift. And I think why so many people struggle with it is they do deep down have this abundant mindset. Um, and so it's just, yeah, it just makes their skin crawl. Like you said, the hairs on the back of their neck stand up when they hear the word budget because it just seems like they're going to be handcuffed. They're going to be l- limited in what they do. But it's it's actually the opposite when you have the why and the reason and you're allocating money to different purposes and reasons And then now you know how much you have to spend in that category. You also mentioned, you know, on on the personal side, how, you know, when you pay yourself with your owner's pay, then you do the allocation process again, but to different accounts in your personal banking and in your personal space. And we get questions all the time, you know, why isn't there profit first for personal? And it's like, it's the same thing. It's just your your accounts are, are, you know, you can do them there's probably five basic accounts, um, or at least four. There's housing, transportation, clothing, and food. And then you could add different accounts as well um, if you want a vacation fund, if you want a new car fund, and those type of things. So there, it's the same principle, and it just there doesn't need to be profit first for personal because all you have to do is just follow the same principles and just allocate to different accounts on your personal side, right? Correct. And the way I do it a little differently is that I actually look at my accounts and sit with my money every single week. So every Friday morning before anybody else in the house is up, before I have my coffee, I get up and I log into my bank accounts and I look at what's there and I look at what I spent for the week and I look at what my plans will be for the weekend and what I think I'm going to spend. And I take that time to create an awareness in my mind and in my gut of where I am and how I'm feeling. And I find that if we do this once a week, that level of awareness is raised so that it limits impulse buying, which we live in the United States, that is Uh, The billboards are tempting us to buy every day. My email is full of reasons I should buy things I don't need. So creating an heightened awareness where once a week you look at your money and look at what you have, what you've spent, what you think you're going to spend. For me, that's been a great awareness creator and deterrent from getting off my path 
Some clients actually like to do it on Mondays. Uh, I guess it's just like getting on the scale, right? Do you do it on a Friday or do you do it on a Monday? Every day, Wendy, every day. (laughs) I have some clients who prefer a Monday morning because they find that that sets their tone for the week. And so again, this isn't about budgeting and constraining yourself and saying there's only one way to do it. This is about finding a way that works for you and your life, but sticking to it. That's the difference. The people that stick to it have fantastic results, meaning every Monday, every Friday, without fail, even if I'm on vacation, I take 15 minutes to take a look at where I am, what I'm spending, where I'm going, and remind myself of my goals. And this has really helped me, especially now over the holiday season. You know what? I really love that idea of sitting with your money on the on the personal side of things um, and really looking at, you know, even your personal spending of the accounts that you have, the purpose for that money in different accounts, and then how it's been spent over the past week. And, you know, how, what, what are you going to do with that money going forward? Because what's interesting is, is I never really thought of that, but, you know, I sit with our money on our allocation day in our businesses. And so, you know, it is a nice process. And I do totally agree with you that when we implemented Profit First so many years ago, like it, this has just been a habit and it happens um, every other week on Wednesdays. And it's amazing how just seeing the money there, it, it is kind of like a, a little bit of, of a psychological um, Jedi mind trick. But when you're seeing that money there and you're seeing that money grow, it does make you want to spend less, which is ironic. It really is. You'd think it would be the opposite, right? Oh, I have money. I'm going to go and spend. But I think if you're looking at your bigger picture goals at the same time, that's where the two work together. If you don't have very specific, meaningful goals, then the mindset, oh, I have the money. I shall go buy things kind of tends to kick in. Um, And that's where I really work a lot with people about what it feels like. So for me, it's all about financial security. I came to this country with nothing. I don't have a plan B. I don't have a family that will step in and help me. So I need to be financially secure. That is a feeling that I am after. I have other clients who are looking for different feelings as it relates to their finances. And so when you identify what your feeling is, then that will help with staying committed to the process. You know, and it's finding a way to make it work. You know, I mean, like you don't have to budget, like Wendy says, never budget again, but you find a way to make it work. I mean, you still know what you have to spend and the concept is not to overspend it, but it's just doing it from a different perspective and from an abundance mindset. So I really love this because I'm looking forward to Saturday because that's when I am going to sit with my personal money no, <laughs> and have a, have a cup of coffee. As as any. You know, and if you think of a truly practical example, Danielle, of the grocery store, right? A lot of people budget, especially now in the face of inflation. I hear a lot about, have you budgeted for groceries and what's your monthly grocery budget? Well, that's just so hard. I had people over for dinner over the weekend and I spent more and then less. And that whole thing just freaks me out. But when we're not budgeting and I sit down on Friday Friday morning and I see what's in my account and I'm going to plan the next week ahead, I 
say to myself, wow, I spent a lot last week. We had people over. We had a dinner party. So this week, I'm going to take it a bit lighter. Let me see. I think I'm going to stick to chicken, buy a bag of veggies. I can do that. I'm going to go lighter this week, not only in calories, but in dollars too. (laughs) And that mindset rather than the narrow, you have $263 to spend on groceries has truly helped me because the flip side is true also. I'm having people over. I'm going to spend a bit more this weekend, but I understand that money is finite. So I am going to spend less next weekend. Or is there another area of my life that perhaps I can cut back? So I won't order in lunch every day, I'll pack a sandwich. And on a week-by-week decision-making basis, I find that much more manageable than some written budget that allows me some random dollar amount that only makes me feel bad when I fail. That's an excellent point because it is like, you know, the demands change week over week. And so trying to hit a $300 food budget for a week just doesn't work week in and week out. But you know, this is really obviously, everything comes back to Parkinson's law to a certain degree. Like, here's what I have to work with. How am I going to be creative about it? Um, I, you know, I, I need, I, I always think of Parkinson's law and the empty tube of toothpaste. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I see an empty tube of toothpaste, but I am going to get a bit out so that I can properly brush my teeth for the day and uh, get to the store and buy a new tube. But you know, it is just like you said, it's it's being conscious of what's available and making decisions based off of that awareness and understanding of, of what's available. And then you make different decisions based on that. Uh, you know, you could spend uh, $100 on, you know, beautiful steaks, or you could go a less expensive route and end up spending, you know, maybe $45 on salmon fillets instead um, and still pull off a a very nice and elegant dinner. Right. And so when you know that right away within the week, you're not waiting till next month to go, oh, whoops, I overspent this month. That was bad, bad me, bad me. It's a week by week decision. And, you know, the opposite is true too, in that I've had situations where I don't have enough money. So it, there's just not enough cash to cover my needs and my wants. And in those situations, so many people will say, well, you have to cut back. You have to cut back. But I find that really hard. During the coronavirus pandemic, we all cut back. We had to, we had no choice. We were forced to. But I work hard. I know you work hard. And if I want to come home and have high-speed internet or Netflix on my television, That's what I want. And could I get rid of it? Yes. But I want those things. I work hard and I'm going to figure out a way to pay for them. So then I say to myself, as I say to my clients, well, then what are you going to do to make enough money to pay for that? Let's assume that I refuse to cut back. I look forward to my Starbucks coffee every Friday morning. I refuse to cut back. (laughs) Then I need to come up with a way to make more money. And that's where the abundance mindset comes in. You can be a dog walker. You can sell shoes in your closet you don't need. I had one client sell all her shoes that she didn't wear in order to pay down a credit card bill. So then we start looking forward again, rather than backwards and saying, how can I make more money? How can I 
support the things that I want without cutting back. And that is also a very wise choice that budgeting does not talk about. Nowhere in someone's budget does it say, make more money. It's all about limiting, limiting, limiting. And I'm the opposite. I'm saying, you want more? Go make more. And we're smart. We'll figure out a way as long as it's legal. (laughs) Exactly. But yes, it is. Money is not a finite pie. It's a buffet. And you can just make it as, as big as you want by having that abundance mindset and finding new opportunities for things and, and challenging yourself to do more. So, I mean, you guys, Wendy is a total gem. Um, so smart. Not your typical CPA, but none of our Profit First professionals are, are necessarily your, your typical uh, CPAs. They get it. They get you. So make sure that you check out Wendy's book, Never Budget Again on Amazon, and go to her website, Never Budget Again. She has two free downloads that will kind of get you get you going on this mindset of literally never having to budget again. But what is even more awesome is you can schedule a call with Wendy and talk to her um, because, you know, again, as business owners, we have our businesses and then we have the personal side of things. And she's just obviously brilliant at working on a one-on-one basis with you to help you just kind of get unstuck, maybe if you're stuck in your thinking. So again, that's neverbudgetagain.com where you can get all things wonderful about Wendy. And remember, if you would like to work with Wendy or another Profit First professional accountant, bookkeeper, or coach, please visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on contact. And again, as you know, we have um, the episode resource for each episode with the show notes, and it's a visual recap of the episode. So we've got a lot of what Wendy has been talking about here on uh, our website. So just go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on resources. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friends. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.